0: Welcome back to the ADW Profile Podcast, ADW for... A deeper way. A deeper way. Now, today, we are talking about an aspect of personality that... Sits at level two. Mm -hmm. And it also happens to be part of family number two. Yep. And the aspect happens to be keeps focus. Ooh. Keeps focus. Tim, what is it that we need to know about? Keeps
1: focus. Well, as you said, keeps focus is at level two on the situational identity model. And that's traits and patterns, kind of things that I probably would default to in most situations if I kind of was going about my day as I do. As you also said, it's part of the conscientiousness family, which just a little refresher, the conscientiousness family is about how we look at structure, established structure, kind of set goals, and how we look at that and respond to that. And if we're sort of higher on that conscientiousness, we look at those established structures, and we want to seek them out and understand them so that we can work within them and succeed and reach our goals that way. And so this keeps focus aspect within that conscientiousness family is really in service to helping those who are high on this kind of focus in and stay locked in on what is that task at hand? What's that thing in front of me? What's my job right now? And when we're high on this, keeps focus. We we stay the course. The cyplex vector that keeps focus loads onto is that expectation drive. Expectation drive. So, where do I get my motivation? And mm. with the expectation drive, it's motivation around as it says, "What are the expectations?" And I'm driven to meet them. Mm. Keeps focus loads onto that vector. On the Cyplex, and its system strength is called completer. Completer. That makes sense. Yeah. And that helps kind of shed some more light onto what this aspect is about. And uh, another word we can use here is persistence, Mm. and persisting on and staying the course.
0: Well, in many ways, you've answered my next question, but I'll ask it anyway. Let's recognize. (laughs) The strengths, the effective behaviors and manifestations of high keeps focus. What is, what's what's? all the good stuff that comes from?
1: That? Yeah, they have a very high degree to which they maintain focus and attention on a single task. And here's the key until it's done. Mm.
0: Zeroed until in. It's done. Locked yep. in.
1: Zeroed in. I'm going to get this done and I'm going to lock out those distractions that are keeping me from getting this very important thing finished. And so,
0: you know, I think most people kind of get how that's can be a a helpful thing, a strength. Mm -hmm. What about the flip side? Yeah. The flip side. We take a walk to the left there and we see
1: shifts, focus shifts, focus, shift focus.
0: Well, what good can come from that?
1: Yeah, well, with shifts focus, right, there's a lot of good things that can come out of that side. We can begin something and kind of let it sit and switch our attention to another thing and start that and then let that sit and then shift it to a third thing and a fourth thing. And when this is working really well, what that can do is all of those things that got started, it lets the brain sort of marinate on those ideas or on those projects. And we kind of think about it more through those unconscious systems of our brain. And often we can come back to something we started with some fresh insight or some new ideas that we might not have gotten had we stayed focused on finishing it all in one setting.
0: It can also be a very helpful default pattern in environments that are fairly unpredictable and chaotic. Yes. Um both can of course, but but where it's helpful, where shifts focus is helpful in that kind of environment mm-hmm. is it's it's not likely to lead to frustration for the individual. Right. right. Folks who are high keeps focus that don't want to shift their attention. <laughs> they, right. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> I, I'm as I'm locked in. Yeah. Where the shifts focus, they welcome the interruption, yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah now what? Um, so yeah. The- so, the,
1: so that one of these assets on this side is, is that, that pivot of attention. Yeah. And there are many situations when we need to pivot our attention to something else. Absolutely. And the shifts focus people when they're required to do so, or asked to do so, or just <laughs> want to do so. It's not as psychologically expensive to them.
0: Exactly. Rerouting. Reroute. Because, as we know, our default patterns will not serve us well in every moment. Mm-mm. Some moments call for different kinds of energies, different kinds of attentions, if you will. This can be a tricky one. So, so if we're uh, if we're high, keeps focus, we're locked in, yeah, is totally zoned in. What do we want to think about in terms of rerouting for
1: that? Yeah. Well, you had mentioned it a little bit earlier. In this, as well as in the Conscientiousness Family podcast Mm. episode. And I want to call back to that. What's that emotional experience like when my default pattern isn't working for me right now? Yeah, And so if I'm high, keeps focus, and I'm in a chaotic environment, or I'm in an environment that is requiring me, to, to pivot my focus from one thing to the next and then come back to the original task later. Or if I'm working on a project that I, I literally can't start and finish all in one sitting. Right. Right. So we can over persist sometimes. And so when I find myself in those situations and I'm high on keeps focus, right? Right a really good technique is to actually look in and see, am I experiencing some frustration? Right. And to just kind of check in on that and do a quick scan to make sure I'm not acting out of that frustration or acting from that place, but rather kind of go back to our model. What is the next right thing? And perhaps it is to put down what I'm working on and work on something else for a bit.
0: I, I think that's a really good question to keep in mind for this in particular this kind of aspect yep. um because particularly for the keeps focus folks you know they're really going to want to finish that thing they're working on mm-hmm. yeah and that maybe isn't the next right thing right you may need to be interrupted yep. you may need to shift your attention and and that's okay
1: so what that's do cool. i need to do to give myself permission yes to put this thing down and do that next thing there it is and bring that same level of persistence into that new thing
0: yeah now i would be curious for the flip side on the shifts focus yeah you're very comfortable over there (laughs) uh and i kind of sit in the middle on Mm -hmm. this aspect you're very comfortable on the on the shifts focus how do you how do you reroute that when you need to
1: I think that for folks self disclosing like me toward yeah. that shifts focus, it's a gentle reminder to the self of what if I spent five more minutes on this thing? Ah, right. And I want to do that other thing. And I might have an, an impulse to really want to go change direction. Right. But what if I just spent five more minutes? And what that often does is when we do spend those five more minutes, it lets that emotional impulse to try something else kind of subside a little bit. Yeah. And when that subsides and we're staying on task and moving forward, then we get kind of a sense that I actually can stay focused. I'm able to stay through, stay focused through that impulse to try something else. So it kind of develops a sense of agency over time.
0: Yeah. I like that a lot. I think the other thing that comes up for me here with high shifts focus is I think that can be, well, let me put the context first and then we can decide what it is. Yeah. For someone who's high on shifts focus and finds themselves working in a highly stimulating environment right mm-hmm. where maybe maybe it's an open office setting and so there's people walking by all the time saying saying hi stopping to check in i think that can be a challenging situation mm-hmm. for people who are naturally high shifts focus because all of those distractions if you will are quite welcomed for the most part <laughs> um <laughs> but but also like you know there There are moments when one does need to to kind of strap in and and accomplish something, and so yeah. I actually think in that regard, and this is for wherever you might find yourself on on here, but when you are in an environment that's highly distractible to to have some language ready, yeah, when it feels like people won't leave you alone <laughs> yeah. or, or they're you know, and I think. I'd be curious what you think about this to, to, to really schedule time yeah. when you're actually not welcoming incoming stimulus. Yes. Shut the door. If you have yep. one, you know, earbuds, whatever it is, you know, even have a sign, right? I'm focused for the next hour. Please come back or whatever the case may be Yeah, for yourself and for everybody else.
1: One of the things you said there touches on a, a pretty practical tip that's really helpful for the high shifts focus. And it's can I quiet out at least one of my five senses? right right? can i can I quiet it out? whether I put earbuds in to just silence the sound or but just to kind of think creatively around, can I quiet down at least one of my five senses, if not two. That helps the brain put yeah. more of its energy into the, the thing that's in front of you.
0: I love that. So like you could put a, a pin on your nose. Yeah. Your it plugs. works. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, I think we've given a pretty thorough exploration of mm-hmm. keeps focus and shifts focus. Yes, uh, sir. the shifts focus. People are absolutely ready to move on. <laughs> Hopefully the keeps focused they, Focus they, folks they have-
1: stopped halfway through. <laughs> yeah, They're coming back to for the second half later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the keeps focused ones are gonna now see what else they can read about um yes. keeps focused, which is wonderful. And we'll see you next time. In the meantime, they'll get that self-awareness.
1: Stay curious. <laughs>